had to stop doing the live granola crazy yeah i i was really into it and i was really enjoying it and getting a lot out of it but my um i, w- I had to go to the the er yeah and, and I, the, uh, yeah i was there for that y- you're holding my hand the whole way yeah and the uh the doctor said i have what um what they described as and i don't necessarily trust the medical field Yes. Profession? Yes. So we've learned over the past several weeks. But they said I have what they described as, quote, a severe sinus infection. So, you would. You would now. Yeah. yeah. So I had to stop that. Yeah. But I found a new thing. Uh-huh. So so diets, right? Because I, I, I still want to do better for myself and maybe shed a few pounds. Couldn't hurt. And, um, you know, when it comes to carb diets, you got your low carb, your slow carb, your no carb. Or your no diet, which is great. That's also an option, and that's fine. Or your keto carb. A lot of O's. A lot of O, O carb. Oh, no. Right? And so I've got, I found one. Yeah. A new one. I found it on uh, The Onion, which is a site I've never heard of before, but great, great publication. It sounds like a recipe site, yeah. Enjoying it. Um, Yeah, so what I'm doing now is the uh uh-oh, uh-oh carb diet. And that is? It's... It's where you basically give your body so many carbs all at once uh-huh. that it just it just whoop, rejects them. And is, if they is don't, that how the human body works? They don't go in. Yeah, oh. they don't go in. They don't go in the fatty tissues and whatnot. They just oh, okay. Whoop. Your body's like whoop, can't deal with that. Your whoop. body, um, your body does need carbohydrates. You know that, right? Yeah. So, uh, what we got here is a, a delicious plate of things you couldn't have on a on a O carb diet. Typically, yeah. we have a, a bean quesadilla. Oh, okay. Uh, some Oreos, uh-huh. uh, some banana, classic. You can't oh. do that because it's sugar and carbs. Oh, no. And I just realized and, what we're going to do. Uh, some fries uh-huh. and a glass of flat beer. I, uh, so all things, that you can't, all things that you can't enjoy on a standard sort of Atkins low-carb situation. And now you're probably asking, you're probably wondering, hey, Jacqueline, it sounds like you're just going to eat a bunch of carbs. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to put them in a blender. So... Well, we got we got the bean quesadillas going in. I feel betrayed, specifically. Bananas I, going in. I helped you find it. I looked so hard for you so that you could find come what? here and do this to me. Find the magic bullet. Shit. Oreos going in. No, I went to the store now, for you. I went to the <laughs> store because I thought, oh, yeah, it would be nice to have Oreos and oven fries. Maybe they're thinking oven fries for dinner. Now, it's important that you let the oven fries stay frozen because that's your that's what's going to make it a smoothie. I hate every part of this. It's like your ice cubes. And then so you get all that in there. I am and not you pour participating. In, and you pour in the flat beer. If I participate, it's gonna I'm going to be an accessory after the fact. Now, it's important that you flatten the beer because otherwise, when you blend it, it's going to carbonate and you're going to get um, Should I leave? shards in your face, which I, I do not need to go to the emergency room for that again. Oh, um, gosh. And now, uh, do you have any questions before I blend this up? Can you stop? <laughs> All right. Ooh, let me get a couple glasses. Don't you dare bring a couple of glasses. 
I can't. I can't look up. If I look up, it might all be real. All right. And we're all done. Let me just pour some of this out here for you. Got you a glass. If you hand that to me, we might no longer be married. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nine out of ten dietitians said that this was, uh, quote, absolutely the way to go. So you got your glass there? You want to you wanna do it with me? Okay, so that's a no. I'm not going to put my glasses back on because I really can't see it. All right, skull. Mm. Oh, Oh, that is the way to go. You really taste the Oreo. You have to introduce this show. Why do I have to do it? Because you are attacking me personally. (laughs) And so you have to introduce this show. No, I... You're so far away. How am I I, attacking you? I am... I am... Removing myself from the narrative. There's a whole table between you and me. Listen, I will see you on the other side of the introduction. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic. The internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And my pants are covered in ranch dressing. Oh, shit. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, man. We could have we cut some of that off and put it in the smoothie. I swear to God. On this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about anything, and we gather those reviews and bring them here to satisfy you and uh, bring you into a world of mystery and imagination. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. I've asked a number of scientists, and they all said, fuck, man, I don't know. I need you to... I didn't appreciate their candor. I'm going to close my eyes again, Uh and I need you to get all of this off the table so that I can put my glasses back on. Okay. Because if I look at it, it's going to go badly for us all. And gone. It's all gone. Do you feel better? Significantly. My glasses are back on. I can see again. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, uh, you're going to need to go first. Well, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're dying. I have no transition. I'm going first this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I knew that. I don't know why I acted surprised. Fucking A, right. So, um,. Uh, so what do you got for us later in the show? Well, it's time. It's been a while. We're going to the book nook. I, I had a feeling. Am I am I taking a listener suggestion for the book nook? No. No, I'm not. Should I be? Probably. Am I gonna talk about some dumb shit instead? Absolutely. I did see you I did see you pull out a copy of a certain alcoholic poet's um magnum opus. So that's so we're in for some good stuff. Listen, <laughs> am I gonna talk about some dumb shit? Absolutely. Oh, a bold statement about um a certain alcoholic poet's magnum opus. Um, to call it his magnum opus is a little. Uh, he might not. Yeah, I, he might not have been that alcoholic either. I don't know. I oh no, so. no 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 no. Calling him okay. calling him an alcoholic is an understatement. Okay, great. <laughs> good. Well, before we get to that. We got a new recurring segment. Are you ready? I'm it's always time. ready. I'm always ready. Now, before we get to this recurring segment, do you remember if my Celebration Station segment was had a name? We're yes. Not, you'll have to tell me later. We're not doing that one. Uh, we got a new re- recurring segment, and it's about rich neighborhoods. What, what in particular? By neighborhoods, I mean, you know, like uh, sort of incorp- uh, incorporated suburbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And what in particular? One that's close to us. Turkey Le- Creek? No, Lake Oswego. Oh, oh, 
not like emotionally, physically close to us. Okay, I was thinking of the the rich suburb in our like home uh, state. It only has one in all of Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've heard some things about Lake Oswego. Well, you're going to learn more in my new recurring segment called The Ass is Always Greener. <laughs> Someone once told me the grass is much greener. Are you ready? I am so ready. So, according to, according to a real estate website, which I uh, had like a clickbaity article that I found, uh, quote, the number of luxury million dollar homes in Lake Oswego is astonishing. <laughs> and uh, Lake Oswego, which oper- uh, operates six elementary schools, two junior high schools, and two high schools. Did you know that? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, two fucking high schools. Oh wait, no, I, I did not know they had two high schools. I, that's not important. Irrelevant. What I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boy, howdy! Two high schools. Two high schools. So many high schools for uh, for such tiny hearts. Um, <laughs> we got reviews for the Oswego Grill. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we just passed one of these. I know, I was reading reviews for Oswego Grill as we passed it and you said, wait, Oswego Grill? What's that? What's that? As if you'd never seen a restaurant before. <laughs> um, a, ch- <laughs> a choice cut A choice cut from their menu, which will come up later. Ahi poke nachos. Wonton chips with a sriracha aioli drizzle and topped with fresh ahi tuna, mango, red onion, avocado, and cilantro. $13.99 an appetizer are you ready so wait is it yeah what is it um like a a, a, a mexi asian yeah. fusion restaurant um Jenner, Co- called mean, oswego grill oh no it's an american staples restaurant that also serves ahi poke nachos because fucking nothing matters oh okay so it's not like distinctly a, like a latin asian fusion restaurant no 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 it's it's oh, okay. it's oswego grill for fuck's sake it's i got excited <laughs> i've never seen a restaurant before <laughs> We got a three-star review. We got to get the show roll. We got a three-star review. Three stars. Are you ready? Lacey N. It's from a month ago. Enjoyed excellent service, parentheses, Dawn, from Wilsonville Grill last night. So this is not the correct location. They have multiple locations. One of them is in Wilsonville. It's not like us. We go, this is a review that was left on the wrong location. <laughs> I digress. We sat in the bar as soon as the helpful manager cleared a booth. Very friendly and very prompt. We enjoyed cocktails, appetizers, salad, entrees, and a bottle of wine. I ordered the Cabernet Sirloin tips, hoping they were not as awful as the last time I had them months prior. And to my disappointment, they were. I'm not a prude. Uh, Oh! So I asked to have them at least warm. I don't know if you're using that word correctly, buddy. Prude means, yeah. Hey, Lacey, I don't know if you know that word means. Mm -mm. And both the manager and another server accommodated immediately. It came back hot, and I, quote, continued the experience. Lacey, what's happening? Somebody once told me the grass is much greener. So never again will I order this dish. It seems apparent to me, a novice cook, that the meat is pre-frozen, parentheses, question mark, and then a glaze is poured over top. It's not combined for flavor or presented in a pleasing way. Not to mention the steak is overdone, hence it can't be cooked long enough until it's very tough, explaining why the dish is always lukewarm, dot, 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 uh. Lacey, Lacey, I don't really know if I have the words to... Um, describe your experience at the Oswego Grill. 
My husband and I really did enjoy our $200 meal, but I left wanting a do-over on the tips. Yuck. Just the tips, Lacey? It's such a bummer when you want to do over on the tips. (laughs) There's so many better jokes. I could be original. (laughs) I could be anything but like 14 years old, but I cannot. Mm -mm, Will not. Cannot. Just the tips, Lacey? That's all you want? That's all you want, Lacey? You want to do over on those tips? Just just to do over just on the tips. I love to do over on some tips. Uh, (laughs) I just get get down in them tips. Okay, okay. Moving on. Get out of here. Four stars from Ed D. Hi, Eddie. (laughs) Came here around 8 p.m. at 8.14.21 to eat dinner and had a good experience. Got the ahi poke nachos for appetizer. How was it, Ed? Which tasted really good. Thanks, Ed. And then are you ready to get kicked right in the ass? Yes. But the portion size was too small for the price compared to other restaurants that have the same concept for an appetizer. Is that very common in Lake Oswego? I don't know. Poke nachos? Implicitly, yes. I. Perhaps it is a new trend. Perhaps they have also been reading The Onion. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, poke's great, but... But we don't got to make it nachos, and certainly we don't have to make it nachos on mass. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't have a problem with poke. I don't have a problem with nachos. I don't have a problem with poke nachos. I have a problem with poke nachos en masse. It's like, um, it's like that kid's book where the kid, they keep copying the kid's hairstyle, so then the kid shaves and they all, sh- and they all shave. And they all shave, yes. It's like uh, uh, dipshits and McGee's down the street thought it'd be funny to do ahi poke nachos yeah. for a weekend. It's like, uh, it's like April Fool's weekend. Yeah. And then everybody started doing it. Everybody started doing it. <laughs> everybody. Dipshits and McGee's is like, well, fuck, I guess we have to keep it now. But yeah. I really think it's silly. <laughs> uh, I guess it fits our brand, though. The dough for the pot pie was slightly dis. We don't care about anything else this person has to say. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, but you just go right out and say it, I guess. Speaking of pot pies, though, one star for Jeff from Jeff N. One star for Jeff. One star for, I mean, frankly, yeah. One star for Jeff. Jeff's from Lake Oswego. Goes without saying. My wife and I have a two-week-old newborn around the house and wanted a nice dinner that we didn't have to cook. She's craved a pot pie and was excited to order it takeout. After picking it up and opening it at home, it was only the top of the pie, and the bread was partially eaten. What? I'm... Uh, there, is, there is photographic evidence. What's happening, Jeff? Uh, What's happening, Jeff? Well, if we're to believe the photograph, and it, I mean, technology is crazy these days. You can doctor all kinds of stuff. But if we're, if we're believing the photograph and Jeff's testimony, Jeff was given the top of a pot pie and some eaten bread. Surely not. Uh, no. I mean, it's I it's mean, a box with the top of a pot pie that's uh, like been cut. It's got like knife lines and uh, some half-eaten bread. It's 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 just the tops. It's just the skin. You got the pot pie skin. I want to do over on the tops. Which is, I mean, because I've always wanted to go to a restaurant that does burritos, but only the skins, <laughs> like only only the sort of like soggy, uh, beanie tortilla part. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you just slurp that right down yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that except not as flavorsome a, a restaurant that serves emptied stuffed peppers <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yes. yeah i just want the residue <laughs> and i got one more we'll cut it short mm-hmm. 
Five stars from Phyllis K. This is an updated review. I am so grateful to have found Oswego Grill in Lake Oswego. The atmosphere of the restaurant is on the elegant side. The wait staff are very attentive, personable, and helpful. I have received exceptional service both from Andrew and Irma, who remembered my favorite cocktail and my favorite order. And the front desk hostess always makes sure I receive a nice table. Even though I usually dine alone, I am always treated as if I am the most important person in the entire restaurant. Wait, do you hear that? Oh, oh, that got me. Oh, it's an arrow. Oh, right to the heart. Oh, 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 that got me. Are you, oh. are you all right? Are you going to be okay? Oh, I was just saying, I hate all the rich people. Oh, God. Oh, uh, no, sometimes, oh. the, you know, they have Lake Oswego Grill. Oh, I needed that. Oh, it moves all my blood. Oh, God. I love that you did move oh. your the fist that you're pretending is an arrow. You did go ahead and move it over to the side of your chest that contains your heart. So oh. that's always nice. I like that your play acting has become more realistic. Oh, ow. Oh, you should go ahead and do the belligerence. Oh. Oh, okay. Hey, oh. everybody, it's time for the belligerent Bibliophobes book knock. Oh. oh, there's another one. Oh. What is happening? Oh. Are you getting hit with arrows of what? What's the metaphor? Uh, empathy. Oh. I never felt it before. Oh. You want to keep not feeling it? Yes. It took me a moment to <laughs> understand. Like, yes, let's go. Let's keep not feeling empathy let's... by reading reviews for books on Amazon. Fuck yeah. Party on, Wayne. Let's kill it. Um, so mm. when I was a young boy, mm. my father took me into the city mm. to see the Black Parade. And uh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, the band. No, I, that was a, it was a joke. Oh, okay. That's just the beginning of the song. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. When you have no cultural context for these things, it, it really throws my jokes off. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, I like poetry. You like poetry? Yeah. You know, I like poetry. I liked poetry more when I was in college. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, big nerd for it. Yeah. I was a huge poetry nerd in college. Yeah. Um, and I also was so deep in the closet. Um, it held me, and um, so I I tended to I tended to like a lot of male poets mm -hmm. um, that at the time I thought were really cool and edgy, and I mean really they were just kind of drunk and dirty. But um, mm -hmm. let's talk about Charles Bukowski. Let's talk about Charles Bukowski. Let's talk about Charles Bukowski. Okay, I have a very vivid image of already bringing this poem and this book to this podcast. But I don't know if I just wanted to and didn't. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But just to give everybody a context for Charles Bukowski, here's my favorite poem from Charles Bukowski. This one where he fucks You up. already okay. know. Yeah. The night I fucked my alarm clock. Yeah. Once. Starving in Philadelphia, I had a small room. It was evening going into night, and I stood at my window on the third floor in the dark and looked down into a kitchen across the way on the second floor, and I saw a beautiful blonde girl embrace a young man there and kiss him and with what seemed like hunger, and I stood and watched until they broke away. Then I turned and switched on the room light. I saw my dresser and my dresser drawers and my alarm clock on the dresser. I took my alarm clock to bed with me and fucked it until the hands dropped off. When... <laughs> 
Then I went out and walked the streets until my feet blistered. When I got back, I walked to the window and looked down across the way, and the light in their kitchen was out. It's not. It's not funny. It's poetry. It's poetry. It's not it's funny. Not funny. It's, it's not funny. funny. It's, it's not funny. It's, po- it's, it's not funny when you fuck your alarm clock until, until the hands drop. Until off. the hands fall off. Um, it's not funny. It's art. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that's my favorite Charles Bukowski poem. That comes from an anthology called "Love Is a Dog from Hell." Which is fun because Charles Bukowski was a drunk old man who just fucked anything that moved, um, basically. Even even if it's like a minute movement, the yeah. the, the famously minute rhythmic move, movements of well, that's, uh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> the famously, the fa- I don't want to yeah. do it again. The famously minute movements of an alarm clock of an alarm clock that will get it, that'll get Charlie off. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I so, bet I bet metronomes were like. I mean, talk about rev rev. Don't put Bukowski in the room with a metronome. Um, so anyway, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about Love is a Dog from Hell, which... The uh, marching band was never the same again. Oh, no! no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, fun fact, um, you got me this book for Valentine's Day. I sure did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Deborah has a one-star review for Charles Bukowski. Sad man. I just, I just realized what we're going to be doing. Sad man. Yeah, okay. I have been looking for a poet like him, but without the sad world views he has. <laughs> Comment if you know any. What does that mean? What does that mean, Deborah? Sort of part and parcel. I don't a poet like so like a, another dude? Another another, another dude like, who writes dude? dirty poetry? Like another dude who like I mean even his poetry that's not about fucking is usually about hitting other people. I really like oh who's that one poet who um published that one book? It was it was like 100 poems. It was a lot of poems, but every single one simply said I've led a good life and I'm ready to go. Oh yeah, Skeet who McGoodson. Skeet McGoodson, of course, um, poet laureate Skeet McGoodson. I've led a good life and I'm ready to go. Number thirty-four. I've led a good life and I'm ready to go. I'm somebody tell Deborah. Uh, I wanted to start with that because it was a wild thing. <laughs> it was so fun. crazy. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. G had a bad time with Love Is a Dog from Hell by Charles Bukowski. <laughs> I hated this book. I disliked it so much that I deleted it from my Kindle. I apologize to his fans. Big move. Big dick energy. Like Bukowski is Justin Bieber. (laughs) I apologize to his fans. But for me, this was a very big disappointment. Uh I expected poetry and got mediocre dialogue about a drunk who just had sex with any woman that would. And then... Or, and then wrote about her flaws and his delusion. (laughs) To make matters worse, he didn't even do it with humor or rhyme. (laughs) Or rhyme. Which, at that point, gee, I would say, fuck off. Um, Without even humor or rhyme. Not even humor or rhyme. Damn, gee. Damn, gee. You know what? Fucking... That you know what? That's a person who's trying. They're trying. They're trying some new things, and it's you're gonna have. I've you know I I I've tried new things and had rough yeah. opinions about those things yeah. that were ill informed. I fuck off, but you know you know it's a well meaning okay. fuck off. It's yeah. I I mean it. We mean it. It's an empathetic fuck off. Yeah, and I I don't want I don't want our dicks to get twisted. I would I very strongly want you to fuck off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. Fuck. I mean, fuck off. We're not debating. It. No, 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 no. There's no, no room for debate. No, no. But I understand. But yeah, I get, I get, I get, I get it. it. Fuck off. Please leave the room. Okay. 
Are you ready for something really crazy? <laughs> yeah, sure. Now that we're done with all of that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> now time for something completely different. Okay, this is a journey. Okay. This is a review from Not A Tame Lion. It is a two-star review. That's not a good start. Not A Tame Lion? And it is Come from on. August 13th, 2001. Not A Tame... So so most lions. Most lions. The same as the majority <laughs> of lions. Okay, great. Um, August 13th. 2001. Okay. Yeah. I want you to be there. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, this is a pre 9 11 society. Oh, by a month. Yes. Wow. Um, I want to cement this in historical context for everyone. Needed. This yeah. is August 13th, 2001. What a time capsule. One of the soon to be forgotten giants. Charles Bukowski is a member of a group of 20th century poets slash writers, the others being Ginsburg, Burroughs, Merton, Reznikoff, and Kerouac, who I like to call the soon-to-be-forgotten giants. Here we sit, only a year and a half since the year on the calendar started with 19, and these guys are starting to fade. They still sell well enough. Kerouac's novels always will, and Merton's non-poetry will always have a niche market among Christians. But with the exception of Riznikoff's brief appearance in one of the Liberty of America's volumes of 20th century American poetry, you can't find these guys in an anthology to save your life. Which is strange, given that Bukowski wrote many anthologies of poetry. I will say all this to point out that in his time, Bukowski was a master. In my opinion, Love is a Dog from Hell is his best volume of poetry. It is proof that he was a massive talent who, when compared with a lot of the drivel that sells, comes off looking like a veritable giant, though a quite depraved one. In fact, as a teenager, he was my favorite poet. Yet, now that I am a little older, hopefully a little wiser, and from a theological point of view, a new creature... I have to say that I am saddened to reflect on how a writer of the immense talent of Bukowski wasted what he was given. A new creature? A new creature. A new new creature. creature. Sometimes you go to church and you become a new creature. (laughs) It's alive. (laughs) Uh, All of this aside. I arose from the lake and shouted, I am a new creature. I am a new creature. Look upon my wet white robe. You can see my nipples. All of this aside. Bukowski did not leave me with nothing for having read him. Okay. That's a sentence. I guess. Once, I looked at Bukowski as a master in his field. I used to wish I would someday be able to write as well as he did. In his work, he expresses a great deal of forthrightness. This quality, which I picked up from reading Bukowski, was instrumental in my spiritual journey. So thanks in part to the unwitting aid of Bukowski, I now have a new master. Not... Not merely a poet, but the author of all poets. So God wrote that one um, from before. And my tongue shall declare his righteousness and his praise all day long. Psalms 35, 28. While the poems contained with this volume can be quite striking and darkly humorous, I must say that reading it is very similar to eating all frosting and no cake. (laughs) Okay, but frosting is dope, though. Um, which is one of the many metaphors that they used to give us for premarital sex. Bukowski doesn't oh, okay. know love. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting, yeah, okay. Bukowski doesn't know love from a hole in the ground. But you know what he would fuck? 
a hole in the ground. Oh, I'm assuming that's not in the review. No, he says it right. That tame lion said it right there. But Bukowski would fuck <laughs> a hole in the ground, even if there wasn't there before. Um, in the end, I cannot. G- in the end, I cannot give "Love Is a Dog from Hell" my recommendation. Neither can I give it or its author condemnation. But for the grace of God, there go I. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, when you first started reading the review, I was formulating my like Wes Anderson punchline. I was trying to I was I was already distracted because I was like, okay, this is a Wes Anderson character. What can I do with that? Maybe it's like a last action hero thing yeah. and like Jason Schwartzman's left the movie screen and now <laughs> he's doing reviews for Charles Bukowski on Amazon and smoking a big cigarette. And yeah. then things got and very like late Bob Dylan. He became a new creature. <laughs> and um yeah, you know, sometimes you find Christ, and that's fine. But where do we go from here? Sometimes Christ finds you. Sometimes Christ finds you, and <clears throat> you're fucking an alarm clock. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look good. It's Some- not looking good for you. Sometimes Jesus walks in when you're fucking your alarm clock. <laughs> um, I've got one. I've got one more note. Are you ready for the? Are you ready to put a pin in this let's, whole half, and yeah, maybe we'll, we'll sleep on this half existing? Yeah. Um. Fair. We're just, I, this is a long review, but we don't need it. We don't care. Okay. E.G. Kelly has this four-star review. My first Bukowski book. I've never been a really big fan of Bukowski. I've read stuff in anthologies, and like Maya Angelou, his stuff comes across as being too easy for my tastes. <laughs> Gives easy like a Sunday morning a whole new meaning when there's an alarm clock involved. <laughs> If your life is a fucking mess, hey. send us a mail on the pony distress. Put it in a magic bullet and drink it. We're not talking about any that anymore. We don't. That didn't exist for us. Okay, it's in. It's in me. Okay. Hey, yep. so plain Doritos. Uh-huh. Yep. Plain Doritos are just that's nacho cheese. Yeah. Turns out. Nobody's got an explanation for enchilada Doritos. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't nobody, nobody dropped any hot goss about enchilada Doritos. Um, <laughs> but thank you, Kariana, and the many others who let us know that plain Doritos are nacho cheese. Thank you. And also, thank you all for putting nacho cheese Doritos in your Dorito casserole. Thank you. At that Laffy Taffy on Twitter, you're new. Thank you oh, for yeah. verifying. Uh, Laffy Taffy. You're new. Wow. You're a new one. Uh, um, hey, uh, Brainworms and Inky Swamp Boy, we will be coming back to your stuff next week. We're doing a double record. So Let we'll need stuff. On. And this is a Monday night just before we upload on Wednesday. Gonna edit this whole thing while I'm on the clock making them state dollars. Them state dollars. Getting those state dollars. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Um, what did you bring to the podcast earlier? I forgot. Working for the state and doing my side thing on the clock. On the clock. Going from the bathroom to my computer on the clock. On the clock. On the clock. That's funny. I don't even get to go to the bathroom on my, in my job. No, you get Aww. you get state dollars and you don't go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I, I get, get state dollars to, to work extra. They pay me the big bucks to piss. <laughs> um, I have to wait until after my contractually obligated time to piss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't worry. The education system is fine. You, your union fought hard to get you to buy you some time to piss. I know. I know. It's not. It doesn't work. And you still didn't get it. I still didn't get it. Hey, babe, do you want to go? Oh, right. Right. Do you want to ask where we're going? Oh, where are we going? Where are we going? We're going to Lake Oswego, baby, but no more, no more with the Oswego Grill. Okay. We're going to a brewery. Do they have poke nachos? No. I can't eat there. No, I read their menu. They don't. Um, I know. They didn't get into the trend. I can't they, eat there. I don't think I can eat there. They knew better. They knew better because they have a two and a half star average. This is a, a this is like an Oregon brewery. It, like a lot of breweries here, they've gotten too big for their for their britches. So yeah. They've got like five locations and an axe throwing place because why not? <laughs> because uh, everything yeah, is okay. a joke and nothing matters. Nothing matters. Everything's a joke. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the location they have right on the lake, not Lake Oswego. I don't know if there is an Oswego Lake, but this is like a lake that people associate with Lake Oswego, and it's in the earth. The like it's little, in the earth. <laughs> it's in the little city area okay. where all the all the rich folks gather to um, piss in the lake. Yeah, do sacrifices and whatever, whatever. they get up to. Yeah, key um, parties and human sacrifice. Yeah, this is a Stickman Brewing Company. Okay, that's actually a good name for human sacrifice and key parties. It is. Yeah, uh, you've seen their cans, probably. Stickman. Stickman. You'd recognize it, probably. You've seen their cans. I don't know that I've had their beer, and I probably won't now that I know that their establishment that's right on the lake in Lake Oswego is uh, two and a half stars. And I don't put much weight on these things, but they have a lot of reviews. It's a big sample size. That's a Chili's number. It's not good. Um, their hummus plate is $15. Shoo-wee. It comes with feta, cucumber, tomato, and pita. Or pita. And hummus? And hummus, yeah. Shoo-wee. Shoo-wee, $15. $15. I could get one cocktail for that. Uh, they're genuinely more expensive than us. We go grill in their brewery. So that's like, you just, where does that I my Where brain, does that happen? My, where does that come yeah, from? Brain cannot compute. Um, One star from Nora M. Nora M's wearing a big floppy hat and sunglasses. Hi, Nora. Wow, this place is awful. <laughs> it's from nine months ago. My family and I went there since it was close by, and I had always walked by it, and it seemed popular. Mm-hmm. Again, right on the lake, they've got a big deck. It's one of those. It's one of those fucking annoying places where you can take a boat up and like order on from your boat. Okay. They have like they have like a boat drive through. You know how like some places yeah. have a boat drive through, and when you're like a when you're like a real person working nine to five earning those state dollars and editing your podcast on the side. You don't you don't know about the boat drive throughs. There's not a lot of boat drive throughs in our life. No, but it's a thing. Okay. It turns out. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh the service was trash. <laughs> we walked in and like four employees walked right past us and ignored us. It's like they don't want business, honestly. Or maybe they had something to do. Or maybe they had something. It's a, it's a feeling that Nora has never known. I. It's just crazy that maybe those employees had a job to do. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> the food was some of the worst I've ever eaten at an establishment in my life. The fact that it was so overpriced was incredible. We were laughing at how disgusting and flavorless the food was. I ordered what was supposed to be an avocado toast with an egg. Uh-huh. What'd you get? What I got was two soggy slices or or a wheat bread slathered in cream cheese with a few slices of avo and a dumping of greens greens mix, probably from Safeway. 
I, we don't need to denigrate the Safeway, but um, and we also don't need to denigrate Aura Wheat. What's wrong with Aura Wheat? Oh, I like okay, yeah. Wait, I like the to, like the bread, like the like, like the, the brand of bread. Where wait, the bread comes from? Wait, why are okay? Yes, maybe a restaurant shouldn't be getting Aura Wheat and greens yeah. mixes from the Safeway, but like it being from the Safeway is not the problem here, Nora. If you're, you know, a, a restaurant shouldn't. No. But maybe this restaurant, where it is and with its clientele, eh. I, I, you know what, you know what I say. If if you're here and you're on the lake and you've got this clientele and you can basically do whatever you want because you're on the lake, I say buy the cheapest shit market up as much as you can. Yeah, get that boar's head hummus, fifteen dollars. I mean, fuck them. <laughs> you know, like, like fuck them, and you know they can if they see someone come in who's obviously on like a normal sort of pay scale. They can slip them a little note that says, hey, you should run. Like, this isn't for this you. This is not for you. This, this is where we milk you. the locals dry. Yeah. This is, you should you Yeah, should go, go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go home. Avocado toast is such a simple concept, but they charge $9 for that trash and $2 extra for the world's saddest egg. My sister ordered the smoked brisket scramble, and oh my god, be warned. It was like powdered powdered eggs with chunks of jerky. No seasoning, no salt or pepper, nothing. Absolutely inedible. Always a bad sign when the only hot sauce a place has is plain old Tabasco. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not. That's That's crazy. That's crazy. That's not a bad sign. That's like a, a fairly normal sign. One time my dad went to a restaurant and got upset because they only had Tabasco and asked for literally anything other than Tabasco and was told, no, they only had Tabasco because Tabasco supported the troops in the war. (laughs) Great. Yes. One star, do not waste your money here. Did I say that too loud? I just had the worst jerky or pulled pork sandwich of my entire life here. Happy about the table and looking forward to the first business lunch with a top colleague since the pandemic. Uh, this is a different world. It's so what what we've done here, and I just want to make sure everybody understands that I, it wasn't like you didn't like hear a thing. You know, don't adjust your TV sets. Like you, what what we've done here is referred to a person who who this person works with as a quote top colleague. I now what that means impossible to say. But I feel like some people must. Some people must say it because otherwise, why would you have a? What is a top? Uh, I know what a top model is. That's someone that Tyra Banks has said is the best. I get wait, that. Do you think this is a colleague who has also lived in a house with a bunch of other colleagues and fought them to the death until Tyra Banks uh, awarded her admiration on them? Yes. Fuck yeah. You cracked it. Okay, I would also go to lunch with that person. It was probably a frat house. Oh, I would not go to lunch with that person. <laughs> Pulled pork should be moist and tender with the appropriate amount of bark. What is that? I don't know. Uh, bar- I think bark, oh, I like, like, the, like the crusty bit. Okay, yeah, I like guess. crispy skin. I'm not in on the whole meat thing. I, I don't like any of this, and I think it was yeah. written by, um, I almost called him Jared Leto. That was so <laughs> insulting. Christian Bale. Sorry, Jared Leto. No, sorry, Christian Bale, that I almost called you Jared Leto. Oh, um, uh, okay. And I think Christian Bale wrote it during that one scene where he was getting hard off business cards Mm. i took my first bite and couldn't bite through the sandwich no sauce or moisture of any kind when i pulled the sandwich away from my mouth thinking it would pull apart a hard piece of black charcoal like meat the size and texture of a small rubber coaster pulled out of the sandwich and i had to embarrassingly take what was in my mouth and put it on the plate because it would not break apart what did your top colleague do (laughs) 
all of this in front. You know, mysteriously, we don't get to find out. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. So crazy. All of that in front of your top colleague, and after such a long time, I... you were you were itching. You were itching to go out to dinner with your top colleague fucking nine months ago. So you didn't really wait that long. I we just went to our first concert in like two years. Yeah. Fucking nine months ago. Fucking talk about pulling out too early. <laughs> uh, two. St- <laughs> They said a bunch of other shit. Who cares? Two stars from Jack M. Jack M is almost jacking, but it's an M, so not quite. So it's a real shame. A real, a, a real shame. The view is really the only reason to come back. Service was good, and the variety of beer was nice. The whole group I was with had stomach issues that evening after eating there. View is worth coming back for. You ain't never seen a lake before? <laughs> you, ain't... you ain't never seen a lake before? You, you're, so de- you... you're so horny to see a lake. You... So horny to see a lake that you'll risk uh, diarrhea. I, you literally, like, I know, I, I guess I don't know that you live here, but you are at least visiting the literal Pacific Northwest. You yeah. ain't never seen a lake before? I ain't never seen a lake you, before. You got, you have the whole Columbia Gorge. You got, you have the whole ocean. <laughs> you got whole mountains. You ain't never seen a lake before? <laughs> never, ever, ever? Jackin, I think you need to check your priorities out. Good grief. Are we ready to talk about more poetry, or are you going to continue to blast my ass with this? I only did three. Oh, okay. I was trying to pull out early. (laughs) Talk about pulling out. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, okay, we got to do this one. Okay, God, this is the funniest review I've ever read. Two stars from Josh H. Are you ready? No. This is is a wild one. Okay. This review may be a tad unfair. Uh Uh-oh. I was never able to try the food. Read on to find out why. <laughs> uh, and then dot, 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 no, no paragraph break. So really unnecessary. Dermatologists uh, hate me. Yeah, exactly. I boil my banana peels. I wonder what career Josh H. has. It might be in uh, SEO writing. Hmm. I've been to Stickman years ago when they served food on sticks. Kebab-like. I miss that Stickman greatly. I don't know what the history is there. It sounds untrue. I wish. There's, I love a kebab place. There's going to be a lot of untruths in this review. Uh-oh. As soon as I entered, I felt like I'd gone back in time to the mid to late 60s. There were servers with green hair, tank tops, and the feel was not the best, or not really my style, to be fair. Where? What? When is? Um, who is? Um, what is? Good, what's happening? Uh, I sat at the bar after work for a cold one. I, when I was ready to order, I wanted a sandwich and asked for a chicken breast instead of the fries. As your side? When I was ready to order, I wanted a sandwich and asked for a chicken breast instead of the fries. Who? Josh? Well, what is the name of this reviewer? Josh? Parentheses, cutting weight. Yes, Josh. Josh? Mm. We need to speak directly, Josh. I, what do you think? Um, is that a thing? Do you, you Did the server give it to Josh? I was told by the server they won't give me a free chicken breast. Well, Josh, you, I, it's not, you can't get a whole, a whole protein entree is not a side. I, I don't think so. What, Josh, what is that? Who are you? Are you an alien? I'm going to keep reading because Josh delivers all of this with the kind of confidence and knowledge that makes me question absolutely everything. <laughs> 
happening? I attempt to reason with the server as the menu said I could substitute a salad or chicken breast for fries, but to no avail. The menu did not say that, Josh. I don't think the menu said that. The menu did not say that you could I get a the, salad. I don't think it says that. Or a whole chicken breast. Sandwich plus chicken. What kind of sandwich did you get, Josh? What the fuck are we talking about here? Is this like a club sandwich and a full chicken breast? What is is it a Reuben and a chicken breast? What is I think going so. on? Is it like I think this is a classic Reuben chicken breast situation. You have your Reuben sandwich and on the side you have a full chicken breast, I assume grilled. <laughs> and and it's an image that I can't get my head around, yet we're here. And the reason that we're getting a whole chicken breast on the side with our Reuben is because we're cutting weight. Just get the salad. Just they get the salad. the salad. It sounds like you should get the salad. Well, okay. I help. Okay. Get a uh, proceed. I didn't want the fries. Sounds like they offer salad, Josh. I didn't want the fries. So I decided against the food. <laughs> this is an individual who has rolled up to Lake Oswego to the Stickman Brewing Company, which is a f- an infamous restaurant, apparently, because the, their reviews are not good. This, um, is, this is a space alien who... Visited Earth in 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 in, in, in fucking prehistory when at this location it was just hunter gatherers eating food off sticks, and Josh has since come back to this location. Um, and is it's unfortunate that they're no longer eating food off sticks. Now the humans have developed the ability to have green hair. This is unexpected. <laughs> Um, and I don't have the highest protein diet. I, I cannot maintain um my human disguise. I'll shrivel up and die. I'll shrivel up and die. So I need a constant stream of protein. Um uh A salad is not gonna do it. I didn't want the fries, so I decided not to eat. I decided not to eat. This is a human being who's so upset they can't have a full chicken breast with their sandwich <laughs> that they have decided against the meal. <laughs> And I didn't know, we've read some crazy shit on this show, but I didn't know that was a thing. I just didn't know that that was like a bar. I wouldn't have set the bar at refused to eat because couldn't get chicken breast on the side for no charge. That's the thing. I'm sure if you, I'm sure like you could probably, they'd probably give you a chicken breast on the side with your sandwich if you paid a reasonable price or in this case, an unreasonable price for said chicken breast because the markup and the profit margin of a chicken breast versus an Idaho potato, it turns out it's gonna blow some it's gonna blow some socks off. But it turns out that that prime cut from the chicken that walked, or probably didn't, oh, fucking yeah, probably, probably did not probably did not walk. It turns though. out the profit margin on that is significantly different. So you you're probably gonna expect to pay four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like a, an understandable $4. And I don't think the menu says you can sub a chicken breast. I just it don't. It doesn't. It I doesn't. Don't. I just don't think that's it. That's not what That's not what happened. I think it's every, not. if it was a thing, everybody would do it. I. That's crazy. Or, okay. or not because it's an awful way to have a meal. But I was going to say no one would do it. But like, But like we would know someone who did. Yes. You would you would have heard about like Joe who tried the chicken breast sub. I, I, 
You won't believe it. This place lets you have a chicken breast instead of fries. Like, we would just know. We would know. We would know. <laughs> we would know. That was fun. So let me just let me just summarize the rest of what I had and we'll move on. Okay. Uh, here's a review where it's a one-star review. They were very upset. And then they uh, said, quote, even this rat took its own life because of the weight. And then there's a picture of a dead rat floating in the lake. Uh, oh, it's fun. It's okay. just like a fun thing. Uh, Angela R., who looks fairly young in 2016, was upset that their uh, waiter had tattoos. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, Zag F., two stars in all caps, do not order the lettuce wraps. <laughs> Don't tell us why. I repeat, and then they didn't repeat it. Oh, Okay. Uh, you'll all, and then quote, you'll also see a fair amount of drunk Lake Oswego moms walking around, which is a plus if you're into that. What is going on? What is going on? No. Okay. No. Okay. This is getting out of hand now. Oh, oh shit. Okay. This is the only response from the owner I found, but a lot of the reviews specifically said the manager is a prick and wouldn't let them move tables. I, I swear, like, 30% of the negative reviews are just, we wanted to move tables, and they said no. Like, so many. And they, they, that's not funny, so I didn't yeah. bring those. But Yeah, that's not funny, but, like, it's good to know. But that's the manager we're dealing with. The response from the business manager, uh, Stickman B, if you will. Zag, thank you for expressing your opinions. Sorry you did not like the Cambodian lettuce wrap. It is the most popular food item on our menu. Just a comma. Just a comma. Just like a chill comma. Uh, we think ground pork simmered in coconut milk with garlic, onion, and spices tastes great. Oh, and uh, Zag F compared it to cat food. Oh, okay. uh, But we have not tried cat food, so we can't make that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> we believe that beer is art. Is we believe that beer is art, and our art must not be for you. Wow. And then a link to their untapped page. Wow. Oh, and then there's a screenshot of my vaccine card. So that's uh, we're done. Okay, we're done. Well, speaking <laughs> of art, let's talk about art, huh? Let's talk about art, baby. baby. Oh, I gotta bring that segment back soon. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking about Charles Bukowski. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about love poems. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, like, who is more widely loved and accepted than Charles Bukowski? Um, Who's like respected, but like still a dude. Like I, I want to, you know, when I, when I do, t- I like to keep them kind of this similar. Who's like a respected dude? A yeah. like respected dude poet. Gotta dig deep, yeah. Um, yeah. Pablo Neruda. Hey. Poet laureate Pablo Neruda. Hey. Obviously. Um. Not gonna make fun of him. Actually, uh, good. I, I think. Yeah. Oh, like. Yeah. I mean. Well. Yeah. I also think that because. Well, Bukowski's but like drunk and fucks alarm clocks. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't an alarm. Clock no. fucking situation. No, this, this is, is like a real. This is a real. He's like a real guy. He's a real guy. He's like you know? the guy. Yeah. He's like a real. He's like a dude. He's like a respectable poet dude. Yeah. His name is Pablo Neruda. M- hasn't publicly fucked an alarm clock at the very at least. At least not publicly. Um, and I want you to know that while Neruda did indeed write all the poems in the next book that I'm talking about, Pablo Neruda did not put these poems together, or Pablo Neruda never um never wrote a book called Love Poems. Okay. But uh. What I'm going to bring you is Love Poems by Pablo Neruda. Okay. Which this edition is selling. Okay, so this is a publisher work. Yes, okay. basically. Okay. 
Um, Naruto, I mean, he did write anthologies, but this is not one of them. Okay. Um, the poems in this book are in Spanish and in English. Pablo Neruda is a Spanish poet. His All of his poetry, I think all of his poetry is originally written in Spanish. Yeah, and um, typically when you're doing the translation, you do both. That way the reader has access yeah. to both because the translator is somebody else and there's yeah. a little bit of artistic inflection in there. Um, And, I mean, my Spanish is pretty... Pretty poor, um, but I will say, like, it, it's a, it, it, it's kind of a stoic translation, especially poetry is really hard to translate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, and this is a, a out of the lo- poems in this book they let me read. This was the one I wanted to bring you. Let's party. Your feet. When I cannot look at your face, I look at your feet. Your feet of arched bone. Your hard little feet. Ooh. I know that they support you and that your gentle weight rises upon them. Your waist and your breasts, the doubled purple of your nipples, the sockets of your eyes have just flown away. Your wide fruit mouth, your red tresses, my little tower. But I love your feet only because they walked upon the earth and upon the wind and upon the waters until they found me. A stoic translation. A stoic translation. An an excellent choice of word there, it turns out. Um, (laughs) I I really appreciate you just like, that's perfect, yeah. Very stoic. So let's get started. Uh, what's going to be fun is that we all knew why people were going to be mad at Bukowski. Yeah, Maria yeah. Cox has a three-star review for Pablo Neruda. Yeah, that's uh, a tough sentence. Romantic, sensual, passionate. Blurb. A collection of selected love poems by acclaimed Chilean poet Pablo Neruda. Spoilers! And I just want to go ahead and let you, like, what do you yeah, think okay. the spoilers of the love poetry anthology are? Uh, it's hard. It's probably some poetry, huh? Oh, fuck. Maybe like, oh, I'm really feeling it for this one. I've I've got the hots for this one. This do, is, they, do they or don't they? I do, guess that's the spoiler. Will they, won't they? Let's find out. This is the first time I've read Pablo Neruda. Big spoiler. Big spoiler. I, wasn't, I didn't see that coming. The poems are passionate and nostalgic, dramatic, too. Mr. Neruda's writing reflects his fascination with his longtime lover, Marta. (laughs) And I just don't think that facts are spoilers. Oh, it's a spoiler. Um, The poems in Spanish are written richly yet, but a bit too abstract for me. Sadly, I felt that the English translation was too literal. Overall, an okay read. I give love poems three stars. I find that a review. Um... Translated a little stoically from humanity at large. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, M has a four-star review for Pablo Neruda. Four stars. Stinky. <laughs> okay. I love the poetry mm-hmm. and the size of the book. Yep. It just stinks. Uh-huh. It smells like perfume. Yep. I wanted to read it in bed. Yep. But it smells too strong. Yep. Okay. Wow. When it keeps you from reading it in bed, that's not good. Can't have a wank to poetry if it smells too strong. <laughs> well, it depends uh, on the... I mean... Okay. Now we're in some interesting territory. <laughs> it, it's Again, again, again. It's always this shit. Why is it always this shit? Why are they always stinky? Do I have to go to Goodreads to get the real reviews for books? Because if it's on Amazon, they're always just stinky. Stinky. They're, the books always smell like either cigarettes or perfume or some horrid combination of both because the Amazon workers just simply won't stop hotboxing their cigarettes and perfume. Drug! Drug! A has a four-star review for Pablo Neruda. A! I would have liked a clean new copy. Yeah. 
lovely book. Poems printed in both English and Spanish. Received a copy that seems to have been a return. It had spots of candle wax. Oh, fuck. That's not candle. Nope. Oh, boy. Somebody somebody was not put off by the smell. Somebody had a perfectly fine time. This copy is for me and not for gifting. Yeah, well, it depends on... Because someone fucked this book. Yeah, it depends on who you're giving it to, huh? I mean, if you want to deliver the message, that's one way to go. That's one way to go. That's one way to go. Um, Candle wax. Candle wax. So what I... You couldn't at least let it be something that isn't cummy. Nope. It, cu- it couldn't be like, if it's mustard, then like, oh, I can't make a joke about cum because it's, it's obviously mustard. You can't confuse those. That's mustard. That's mustard. Uh, but no, you get no because so, so it is. It just is. Candle wax. It's not candle wax. That's Queen upsetting. Queen Jelly Bean has a five-star review for Pablo Neruda. Okay. Beautiful. I bought this for my boyfriend as a holiday gift. It came in perfect condition and looks absolutely gorgeous. The poems themselves are breathtaking and perfectly encapsulate love. I can't wait for him to get it. This is the type of book that wears its heart on its sleeve. Okay. And at which point I would say, Queen Jellybean, please be careful. <laughs> Queen Jellybean. <laughs> I'm not sure I entirely like the tone of your review. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's the moment that you find out that the, the boyfriend doesn't have it yet. <laughs> Queen Jellybean is so excited. It perfectly encapsulates their love. Oh. It is in great condition. No oh. cummy candle wax. Yeah, okay. I can't wait for him to read it. It wears its heart on its sleeve. It's going to communicate a lot of things. I haven't been able to communicate with words. Um. Oh, it's a lot writing on that one. When was that? How long ago was that? 2019. I know. I know. So, like, what happened to Queen Jellybean? I I really don't know. I bet they didn't make it. I bet they didn't. Oh, fuck, man. Things got really hard shortly thereafter. Or. All the bumpy roads. Things got really hard shortly thereafter. Oh, and then they, you know, Um, you never know. Listen, sometimes you shouldn't give other people Pablo Neruda unless you absolutely know that they are prepared for that step in your relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't throw love poetry around until you know you're ready. We should really wait until marriage for the love poetry. Listen, reading love poetry before a marriage is like eating all the frosting and no cake. Sure, the frosting is good, <laughs> but you're going to be hungry later. I've either never heard that before or I like wasn't paying attention during whatever. Because I, I definitely had the kind of sex ed and frankly supplemental sex ed that we went to the auditorium for that was... Uh, pretty fun in its abstinence promotion it was oh, good. like yeah I, I think i've told you before about the time in high school in high school a high school i remember a high school where we all went to the auditorium for what was a deeply religious presentation about uh abstinence by a couple and their core argument was that it, it'll it fucking is better if you wait <laughs> I mean, genuinely, basically, their argument was if you because st- they didn't watch. They, they very specifically said, "Don't, don't jerk either." Wow, and this was like yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no ejaculation. Period. Okay, like, this is that was their message. Mm-hmm. Uh, com- I just, I, I still like think maybe it was a fever dream because we went like public school, went to the auditorium, left class. Yeah, we stopped learning. <laughs> For about an hour, for about an hour, we abandoned learning. 
to go, I can't stress that enough, to go to the auditorium and listen to this middle-aged, fairly terrifying couple promote not only abstinence, but not masturbating and being fairly explicit about it. And the core argument being that if you hold all the cum in, it's going to be better when it all comes out later. That's basically what they said. Um, do you know what uh, a girl who had sex before her wedding is like? What's that? A cupcake. Somebody licked all their fasting off. Is that really what they said to you? Um, yeah, that has been said to, to, to me. Yeah, that's been said to me about my body. <laughs> about my human body, which, fun fact, is not a cupcake. No. Crazy. Crazy that I, I have a human body with thoughts and feelings. Wild. <laughs> wild. Totally wild. Anyway, don't fuck your alarm clock, kids. Um, I mean, unless you're, look, unless you're into that kind of thing, you, you do not have to wait. There's no reason to, if you want to fuck it today, you can. If you want to wait, you can. But honestly. But the important thing to know is that you are a human being with thoughts and feelings. And feelings. If you, so if you don't want to wait, you don't have to. And honestly, fucking, it, it might be better to like just get, you know, experience <laughs> what you can. Um, If you want to tell us about your favorite sex ed experience, uh, you can reach us at foreveracritic <laughs> at gmail.com. On Facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone or on Twitter at critic everyone. I've told that story so many times and I feel like every time they listen and then immediately let it go because it's just incomprehensible. I it's a baffling thing that happened to I, like the entire high school. We all did we they broke us up into groups. Like we, we all went. We all went. We had like sectioned like group B goes from here to here. You leave class and you go. So we all talked about it later in our different like because we all ah, duh. I, we all did it. The entire, like, 800 kids or whatever all did it. I would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music. Desire for Green Lines, which is the song you're about to hear. And as always, Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. Oh, God. Tennessee is genuinely... I Having the love of... Having the, the grace of distance, I really think Tennessee might be, like, the worst one. <laughs> It's um, it's pretty fucking bananas. It's fucked, man. Like, um, like I know that I know that like Alabama's pretty bad. I know like there's places that are real bad. Oh, Texas is fucked, but uh, fucking Tennessee's rough, man. It's, it's rough out there. It's fucking rough. People, I'm glad no longer live in Tennessee. Is brother of the show, Oliver. Hey. I'd like to thank him for making our artwork. If you would like artwork of your own, you can reach out to him at beastcoastarts at gmail.com. I did it. If you like this, did show, you did you do Guillaume? I did. Oh. If you like this show, tell a friend. If you don't like this show, tell your alarm clock. Oh, sorry about that. But really do tell a friend. We'll we'll maybe, I don't know. We're coming up on episode 200. We'll maybe do some stuff. But in the meantime, it's really just y'all. Anytime we see someone new, it's really great. It doesn't happen too often. But we love you and we appreciate you for keeping on listening. It's it's really nice. On that note, (laughs) we'll catch you next Wednesday. 